For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. Are you ready? Let's make some noise. Come on. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest edition of the Broad Street Line. I am Roy Burton. Alongside me, as always, my tag team partner and quite possibly the only man in America who did not get a picture with The Rock last Friday, one Chris <laughs> Domingo. Mr. Domingo. How are you doing as always, as we say during this pandemic, this air quote Saturday morning, sir? Now, now Roy, how many times of the 100 million did you watch The Rock's video? Uh, well, I probably watched, I'm probably good for at least three or four of those. Uh, <laughs> but I've watched like like other clips of it, like not, not the official video, I guess that's on the official channels, but I saw other clips on um, other channels as well. So yeah, so I am part of the... Uh, the millions and millions who watch the rocks return. <laughs> Can we stop with the with, with the with the facade of no one cares about a, a a main event involving the rock? Like I don't like it. He's still he's still one of the needle movers. He hasn't put on wrestling gear in ten years, and he's still wow. he's still a true needle mover. Yeah, for those who don't know, and I don't know how you don't know because it seems like it was everywhere, uh, The Rock made a, a rare appearance on WWE programming this week. He was on SmackDown. Only because he was like 45 minutes away. Like, I don't know, promoting his boy Dion and Pat Mack, which I had no idea him and Pat McAfee were like tight like that. Yeah, I don't I don't think it was I don't think it was a coincidence because it, of course it was the first TKO show, the first show under the TKO brand. So I'm sure they probably flew him in and he happened to be in Boulder. So he's like, let me kill multiple birds with one stone <laughs> with this thing. So The Rock was on a WWE SmackDown program this past Friday with Pat McAfee, with John Cena. I don't again, I don't think that was an accident that all three were on the first show after the WWE merger. Um, but like Chris said, again, ten more than 10 million people um, watched the uh, the clip of him and Pat McAfee and also- 100 Peter. million, 100 million. I'm sorry, 100 million, excuse me, 100 million. I'm getting, getting the millions wrong. 100 million people watched the, uh, 100 million views. I don't know how many people, 100 million views uh, of that clip. So yeah, so he still moves the needle and he will still, still continue to move the needle. And speaking of, of moving the needle, a lot of needles were moved uh, when this WWE deal went down, uh, was officially- um, agreed to last week, the Endeavor merger um, that, to form the new company, TKO, and a lot of fallout since. And we have a lot to talk about this week when it comes to wrestling, and we'll get to that later in the show. Well, we have a lot of yes. fallout already from two weeks in the NFL. and Absolutely. I, I mean, like, there's, I, I don't think you – there really is no such thing as an unimpressive 2-0 start because, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. You went, like – and I, I think – it, it, you're either from one of these schools of thought they're they're two and zero and they can play a lot better, or they're two and zero and they played like crap. And the question is, what side do you lead on? Yeah, and, and that and that's the thing, and that's what we'll try to answer that question. Of course, the Eagles themselves are two and zero. They're one of the two and zero teams in the NFL. We'll talk about all the two and zero teams. Um, and give our best predictions as far as which one of those two or which of those two and zero teams are legit. Of course, we'll also take a look at those zero and two teams, and we'll figure out if any of those teams can turn it around or if they're just pretty much on the train to a losing season. But we have the Eagles, 
we have the NFL to get into. We have some college football to get into. But, but even maybe more importantly than all that, something that Chris Domingo wanted for a very long time happened this week, or actually it's close to happening this week. I don't think it's official. But the Sixers got an unconscious scorer coming in <laughs> to lessen the burden on Joel Embiid. And I know you're almost as excited as the iPhone release. I mean, I know it's like probably right up there for you. The Kelly Oubre near signing. Is if you're giving no, like for all the things that have happened, I, I mean, this would be like the Chicago Bears, like, I don't know, signing Antonio Brown. Oh, it's not like that. I mean, come on, we're not, not, not going to do that. It's not Antonio Brown's crazy. He's a nut job. Like no, but I, I mean, so. like, like, can you even call Kelly Oubre lipstick on a pig? Listen, how many years? And again, I apologize because I didn't want to talk about this. No, we'll start off talking about this before we get to the other stuff. How many times have you asked for this team to bring in an athletic guy who is an unconscious scorer? who can just chuck the ball up and give you 20 and some nights give you 30. You've asked for that several times over the past couple of years. You've asked for this. But, Here it is. No, but Here it is. you've gotten a guy who's a washed 20 points. Like, I, I mean, like, because the reviews of Kelly Uber the last few stops isn't great, to say the least. Hey, look, he's not an efficient basketball player, all right? Like, he's not the, he's not the most accurate jump shooter in the world. You, yeah. Day one. Yep. Or, like, on game one. What are the reasons for not me? Like, I don't know, because I won't watch. Like, I don't know. Like, I like, like, because people are like, oh, like, you're a bad Sixers fan if you don't support the team. Hooey. Bull hoo, hooey. <laughs> no, sports is a reciprocal thing. You need to give the public a reason to watch, not because you have Philadelphia on your chest or the city or brotherly love or some cockamamie logo that, that Michael Rubin got crooked. No, I, I mean, like, <laughs> no, you need to give your fans a reason to watch other than the fact that like, I don't know, you're like, cause I feel like, I don't know. There are people like, Oh, like all oh, the people who spent all summer complaining are going to come back. No, like, and like people are saying, Oh, they're going to, they're going to eat. They're, they're still going to like sell out that arena. Are you sure about that? Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think that's a, that's a guaranteed thing for selling out the arena. Yeah, the the reason the reason to watch at this point is well, again, assuming everything stands as the way it currently is, the reason to watch is to at this point is just to watch everything burn at this point. Obviously, <laughs> obviously, if everything if, if is that happens, number one, like what is the number one positive thing you can like? Like, is it Embiid still? Is it Maxi? Is it? Is it? It, I can't like what is the third thing that like you or no okay god bless your soul but you are a Sixers ticket rep calling me mm-hmm. what is your I'm calling you I can't call you I have to call a reasonable human being who is open minded yeah, I can't yeah, yeah. Hey, no, hey. no just like I don't know just a just a regular Joe who probably listens to sports radio but not a complete freak like me like, I don't know, what is your, what's your selling point to this person? Uh, Nick Nurse. Uh, we got a new coach. <laughs> we got a, we got a new identity. Um, you know, we got a nice young team with, a, you know, nice young, uh, you know, franchise. Well, young, young. young. And, no, well, no, well, Tyrese Maxey. I'm just saying like Tyrese Max. I mean, I don't know how, you know, I don't know if we get into the D'Anthony Melton of all this, but you got a nice young player in, in Tyrese Maxey who you can build around. Um, you know, you got Joel Embiid, you know, you know, MVP caliber. Coming, player. By the way, has there been a 
such a like disregarded MVP coming in from a from a prior season to Joel Embiid. What's I mean? It's just it's just so much noise. There's just so no much like it's like like it's it's serious. Like I can't remember another time that like it's like uh, a a by the way MVP. Like I don't like people stop talking about the Joel Embiid MVP. What like two weeks after it happened? Yeah, but like like again, like after after I, I cried when Arthur came out when he got the award. I got you know I got I was pretty much done with it. Um, yeah. Well, I, I well think... because well because the day they the night that he got the MVP they stunk it up. Yeah, yeah, they were, they were terrible. Yeah, I don't, yeah, but um, yeah, yeah, we really should like we really really should be talking more about the reigning MVP NBA MVP more than we have or we are. But again, there's just so much noise around this team, specifically with this Harden thing that who the heck knows. But you're right. Like if you're selling, if you're trying to sell this team as a season ticket holder. Uh, I mean, as a season ticket rep, God bless you. I mean, I got was it last week or the or this week? I think it was last week. I got the email. The you know the single game tickets went on sale. I didn't even click on it. Like I always would click on it. it oh no, I cool. can't remember the last email. I can't remember the last email I opened. Like I, I'm not kidding. Like usually, like I don't know. Like even if it's like merch, like I don't know because because I get it. like a notification. It's just either delete or it's like I don't know or it just goes into the mass red column where like i don't know like every week i just i just say empty folder like no i'm not even trying to be funny i can't it's a and it's and it's a conscious subconscious i don't know what type of i don't know like i don't know like mental thing it is it's just when i see that and, and you're seeing a lot of these articles where you're just like i don't it, there's something about this team i don't know whether it's i don't think they're unlikable like I, it's just the the mounds and mounds of just drama and frankly underachieving like i don't know it and it's not just one year like i don't know it's not like i don't know they've disappointed you one year it's just the culmination of like it feels like every year the disappointment gets like it is a hold my beer situation it's crazy but i think if you had some kind of level of certainty with this james harden thing like if they if traded james harden and got you know some reasonable return for him i i don't think it would be nearly nearly as apathetic as it is now like like it, it, if you just got rid of harden and i can't believe it, but we right. have to talk about like it if you like can you sell a regular season ticket holder or just a sixers fan to like go to give be like yo man like i don't know i know like maybe this season might not be it, it might be a transition year but next year because we already see the articles, we're gonna get another injury prone dude or another injury prone <laughs> dude. No, I, I mean like, it, 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 is that the you could sub, you could it, it, is that the 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 wink wink sell that you tell people be like, okay, you might not like the roster right now, but you are gonna really like it next year. Yeah, I think you could sell. I think you could sell Joe average fan and say, hey, like let's like let's like. It's not going to happen, but let's say you worked the deal and, you know, you got Zach Levine from the Bulls and you traded James Harden, whatever, you know, just, just for a hypothetical reason. You could say, hey, man, you know, we got a nice like nice little team. We got Zach Levine. We got Tyrese Maxey. We got Nick Nurse. We got Joel Embiid. They're going to, you know, we're going to have a new new look this year. And then next summer we'll have some money to do some things. You could sell Joe Average fan on that. I think you could. Okay. I, I, re I really think you could. But, again, since until that happens. But I think it's one of those, it's one of those hold your nose for, for six months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just that I, I think that's the biggest issue around the Sixers. But again, like if this doesn't get, and it doesn't sound like it will, if this doesn't get resolved in ten days from the time that this airs, you know, when training camp starts in Denver or Colorado, I think they're in Colorado, somewhere in Colorado. If it doesn't get resolved by then, then it's going to be an even more awkward situation. Um, because I assume the man's going to show up. 
And if he shows up and not one doesn't want to play ball, then you know what do you do with that? But we're not here to talk and, about. It. I'm not gonna do that. And oh, I sorry, think like I don't know. And I think what Pete like it's just you don't like. I, I'm just like. You're like you're fighting for eyes right now. You have right. the Eagles, like on the two and zero. You got the Phillies potentially on a deep like this. No one's gonna care. Like I, I mean, like especially if Harden's here, is anyone gonna care about this team at at Thanksgiving? Yeah, that that's a good point. Because again, if the Phillies, like you said, who make another deep playoff run for for the second year in a row, if the Eagles are you know six and two, you know, come Thanksgiving ish, I don't know how many games they got specifically. No, it'll be more than that. Um, but if the Eagles are pre- playing pretty well come Thanksgiving, then yeah, this team doesn't really move much of a needle. <laughs> no, but I think like I don't yeah. know, like they're like, is that a bad like or no? Because I feel no, it's like a good, no, Harden, it's probably a good no, thing. No, but I feel if Harden just does his stuff. They're going to be newsworthy regardless. Like, I don't know. Like, but I feel like they're only going to be newsworthy when they do something bad, which I feel has been the Sixers thing for months. Yeah, that's what it, that's what it kind of seems like. They're all, yeah, like you only make the news when bad things happen. But <laughs> we're not here to talk basketball. We're here to talk football. We're here to talk a 2-0 and team. And that team, of course, is the Philadelphia Eagles. But before we get into all that, again, we want to thank you guys, as always, for listening to us and supporting us here. 106.5 FM, WPPM, LP, Philadelphia, or wherever you get your podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, YouTube Music, Spotify, uh, Spreaker. Just do a search for the Broad Street Line, download us to your phone, your computer, your iPad, your MP3-enabled device. Listen to us at home or take us with you on the go. We are a very, very accessible show. Speaking of accessibility, you can find us on Twitter, slash X. He is at SKD. 215 i am at the bs line very rainy weekend the eagles do not play until monday night so we won't be tweeting about them this weekend or at least not the game itself this weekend um chris domingo will be wrapped up in all things <laughs> iphone 15 pro max and, and my new ipad that, that and, and the ipad pro max yes x edition whatever it is so yes yeah, so he, he'll be tweeting I'm about such all a things sucker apple. man <laughs> he'll be tweeting about all things apple um, I'll be probably be tweeting about find some time to tweet about uh, Colorado, Oregon this week, and we'll talk about them if we have a chance. No, no, okay, yeah. no, just just to just to uh, like what the pal ha- sure. has your college football interest risen due to Deion Sanders? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I, I can't deny it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I I I, I watched a little bit more college football just because I want to see like these these quarterbacks. But yeah, like. When Colorado's on TV and I'm near a TV, I turn on Colorado, and I probably will. For the I can't year. remember the last time I made it a point to watch a college football game at ten o'clock at night. I, it's been ten years at least. Like I, or, I mean, maybe longer than that because most of the teams I ever liked were yeah, or like were interested in or like <laughs> were either playing at three thirty or eight o'clock. But no, I, it, it feels like I don't know, like very wrestling esque. Like I don't know, he's got. I, I mean, he's prime time. He's one of the right. most charismatic athletes, human being, frankly, ever to walk the planet. He's kind of like, I don't know. No, he's got that wrestling character. He's got, he's yeah. cutting promos like crazy. Like, and frankly, I think he's got like, throughout his life, he's just connected with so many types of people, like pro play, like ex players, current players. He was part of Barstool for God's sake. Like, I don't know. He feels like he has that, that um trying to think of the, like the word, like, I don't know, like, Mag- like magnetism? factions. No, yeah, no, he's like he just has so many like I don't know, like I don't know delegate like uh, delegations from every delegation possible that like is interested and it's just like I mean Colorado is 
in two in a month has been more relevant in twenty since in twenty five years. Yeah, like they haven't been literally haven't been this relevant since the Charles Johnson, you know, Cordell Stewart years, and even before that, you know, Rashawn Salam, Darian Hagan, Rashawn Salam, right? Like it's been a long time. And ESPN is thanking their lucky stars, Deion Sanders is part of Colorado, and like I don't know, like I feel that I don't know is but is this is this like I don't know short-lived like i don't know is, is this a fad like i don't know will the dion hype like eventually just like like i don't know neutralize well no dion's gonna be fine he'll be like dion's gonna be fine i mean again like they'll lose and some maybe some of the luster will kind of gonna you know rub, you know rub off them maybe they lose this weekend maybe they don't lose until the usc game next week they'll lose and again like they're because they're obviously not gonna go undefeated they're not gonna be a you know in the title picture again this is a team that won one game last year um, but no, but Dion's going to be fine. He's always going to have enough talent to, to, you know, make a bowl and, you know, be, be relevant, you know, even in the, especially in the, in the new, I don't even know what you call them, the new big 12, whatever they're going to call it when, with 16 teams, when it comes next year, when everybody leaves the pac 10 or pac 12, he's going to like that team. If you look at the conference that are going to be in next year, like they're always going to be good and relevant. They're always going to win seven, eight games and, you know, be in a mix for, you know, a, you know, a, a bowl or a champion conference championship. So he'll have a run here in Colorado. And then when a bigger job opens up, he'll do this all again. So I, I imagine he, he wants the Florida state job. I assume, I assume that's the one that makes the most sense for him, but I don't, I don't want to speak for him, but you know, I think this Deion Sanders thing is going to last for a while. Um, is he going to be at Colorado five years from now? I doubt it. But again, I think Colorado has a nice little boost and they'll enjoy this for a while. And I get it. Good kudos to them, man. Cause like Dion, like you said, Dion's pulling massive numbers that we've never seen before, and especially haven't seen from Colorado. Yeah. In, again, in 25, 30 years, fifth highest audience ever on ESPN, uh, the Colorado Colorado State game. If you ever thought someone would say Colorado versus Colorado State would be like outrank like you know Florida Tennessee games from years past, and you know some great SEC and Big Twelve games from years past, I'd say like you're crazy. But How many again. of these people that watch that Colorado Colorado State game know even know the mascot of the Colorado State team? Like right. I don't know. It, it, the people just it's Dion. Like I don't know. And like it, you're you're and this is the this is what I feel that like I don't know. It, and it doesn't really matter for college football because they have such a hardcore audience. They're bringing casuals in. They're bringing yeah. the crossover NFL fan. They're bringing frankly fans that are just not even even into anything, and they're just like, yo, man. Because it's that word of mouth thing, and you have, you have the players talking about the McAfee's, the Stephen right. A. Like I mean, right. when you're doing college game day for Boulder, I feel like that's like because I mean I can't remember last time they did one for Boulder. I, I mean I'm not a like I, like it's it's funny I really don't follow college football, but I too randomly watch college game day probably like a few times a year because it's it's an entertaining show, and I feel that like I don't know. You you ha- he has the machine behind him right now. Yes, yes. Yeah, like and, and like it, it it feels like he's getting that push to wrestling terms. Yeah, no, he absolutely has a machine behind him, and you know, like it doesn't hurt that you know every every week you know Master P shows up or you know DJ Khaled shows up Tucci. or you know Tucci. Like, like, Tucci. If, if you're a if you're a college freshman, right, and you're just like, I don't know, even before Deion said, you're, you're like, yo, man, like, I, like, I'm from Colorado. Like, I'm going to go to University of Colorado. And you're like, yeah, I'm not going to go to any football games. And then Dion comes. And then, like, I don't know, all this hype comes. And then little Wayne does a concert. It's like, how, like, and you can't tell me that that doesn't raise interest in the, in the university. That doesn't raise enrollment. That doesn't raise everything. Yeah. 
Yeah, and and just to kind of put a put a buffer on this, I think it was, I think the number was twenty nine million dollars they wanted they 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 needed to kind of you know either raise or, or get to to bring Dion in uh to um to colorado and colorado was like yeah we really don't have 29 million dollars <laughs> but you know like if we bring in Deion sanders like you know we'll kind of figure it out like this team has this team is i'll say it like this you know basically corporation of the university of colorado athletic department has probably raised like five times you know that 29 million dollars since then they've sold out season tickets for the first time in like 30 years oh, no first time ever i believe sold out of season tickets um, I'm sure the boosters are just throwing money left and right at, at these, at, you know, at, at, the, at the program. Like that's, and, you know, we and I talked about it before. If you want a good athletics program, you got to spend money in order to quote unquote make money, even though these programs aren't supposed to make money, but you got to throw the money out there for people to see you're legit in order for you to be legit. And, 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 and one, it comes back to the biggest thing that alumni relate to is unfortunately not athletics. It's not like I don't know your ranking in in college and and ed like I don't know it's it's if you're it it's the success of your athletic program yeah. it, it it like it's been a true and tested thing it's why Villanova has become this juggernaut like they're just built they're buying Villanova is buying university buying and again it's not it's not just you know um you know alumni it's again it's prospective students as well. I mean, yeah. like you see teams like we see it all the time. You see a team make a deep run in the NCAA tournament, like you know, Dunk City, Florida. You know, Florida. Remember, remember St. Joe's? Like I don't Saint, know Saint when, Joe's. like they had the Delonte J- Jameer run. Right. They had like it, it's. It just shows you the power of sports. I, I mean, people want to like I don't know, like I don't know, minimize it sometimes, but it's it's a big factor in these in these nonprofit institutions yeah exactly quote-unquote nonprofit. yeah so yeah so i'm kind of curious to see what happens with this dion thing like you know like you said like it's not going to be you know all peaches and cream you know if and when they start losing some games but you know they got a big game against oregon saturday 3 30 and on abc oregon's a top 10 team they're legit um we'll see how they kind of kind of you know hang with oregon and then if they can beat oregon then again maybe the sky's a limit for this colorado it's going to be a, a, a great story to tell um, when this is all said and done, I do want to talk about another football team, though, and that's the Philadelphia Football Eagles. Another close victory for the Eagles. They are two and zero after beating the Vikings thirty four to twenty eight this past week. Uh, welcome back, I should say, to Philadelphia for one DeAndre F. Swift, uh, the the pride of you know North Broad Street, if you will. Twenty eight carries, one hundred and seventy five yards for DeAndre Swift in his homecoming. Eagles 259 rushing yards after Brian Johnson finally decided to start running the football um, and not doing those little check down passes that, he, that he's in love with. Um, speaking of passes, Deont- Devontae Smith 131 yards on, on four catches. Um, however, they ran, you know, they, they leveraged the, the running game a lot with DeAndre Swift and everyone else, much to the chagrin of one AJ Brown who had a little blow oh, up. Oh, on no, the oh, no, oh, oh, no, <laughs> but according to AJ Brown, it's not, it wasn't because of the target. Wasn't about targets. Wasn't about targets. I have no idea what it was about, but AJ Brown not mad about targets. But he said on Thursday, he said on a scale of one to 10, it was like a half the argument that he had with Jalen Hurts uh, that Nick Sirianni said he didn't know about, even though we saw him break it up. Um, All that being said, Eagles, again, like you said, haven't played tremendous football, but they're 2-0. So is this a case of Eagles don't even have to play their A game and still win? Or... The Eagles, you know, like, like, is like, not that this is their A game, but it's like, should we be overly concerned that we haven't seen any of their A game as of yet? I, if you gave me a concern on the entire team, it's minimal. It's probably like 
a two. If okay. there is one thing that's oh no, but I'll give you a thing that is not concerning now, but it could be concerning in a week or two. And Jalen Hurts, because Jalen Hurts hasn't been good. Period. Like I don't know. Like I like I don't even know what to speculate because it, it, it really he's reverted a little bit to twenty twenty one Jalen Hurts where he's just not. He's a little gun shy. Maybe not seeing the field or just not like comfortable with the reads. I don't know. Where's your concern about Jalen Hurts on a scale of one to ten? Um, on a scale of one to ten, for excuse me, for Jalen Hurts specifically, it's it's probably about a two. Um, okay. Again, he, like he's like he's still complete. Like he's what like fifth in the league in completion percentage, sixth in the league in completion percentage. His decision making has been has been poor. I'll say I'll say it. it's been <laughs> it's poor this year. Hasn't been good against, you know, a lot of, lot of bad, you know, read option. Yeah, know, no, no. Like it, it feels 2021 where we had to, we where we questioned whether, cause really you haven't seen much. Like, I don't know. It's, it's like, I don't know. He's dropped. He gives the, like, I don't know, like the it, RPO, but it's not like, there's no, when he's, when he's handing the ball off, there is zero illusion of him keeping it. And I don't know, like, Thankfully, the Eagles' offensive line is like the greatest blocking, run blocking offensive line of all time, right. and they just give the under swift holes. And like, and and you know what? I'm willing to say, there's a new RB one in town. I, mm. I mean, like you're you don't get you're not getting that explosiveness. And you know what? I I came to this realization. Maybe Kenny Gainwell is just the is is just his best role is a change of pace guy where you run because I just. It was one game, I know, and it was against the Patriots, and they're good, but you're not getting those explosive runs that DeAndre Swift gave you. Like, you're not. And, like, I don't know. Like, we still haven't seen what he can do in the in the screen game. I don't know. I, I've given up on throwing the running backs. Just run the ball. Like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Swift's fine. Swift's fine. But, I, I mean, like, and but it, it, it's nice to know that, like, your quarterback can struggle a decent amount. Like, I don't know. Th- th- this isn't, like, he – He's been, I'd say he's been bad the first two games. Like, I don't know, had, had a couple, like, I don't know, big explosive plays to, like, lessen the overall, like, badness of the line. But, I, I mean, like, and I don't, and but thankfully, like, I don't know, they're not playing, I think Tampa's more competent than we gave them credit for. So, I think, but I feel that, like, I don't know, I think teams are going to, like, teams have figured out right now, because I, I like, and this is him, uh, he needs to adapt. They're not giving him the deep ball. They're gonna say, you know what? And and I feel that like I don't know. I think he's capable of it, but like when when you've been eating so big for so long for a year, it's hard for your stuff for for you to stomach. Ah, oh, man, I can't hit AJ on that deep route. But you know what? You know you know what you and the OC need to do. You need to think of like I don't know shorter like. And this is another instance of you have a second. You have a a rookie offensive coordinator. Right. Period. And that and maybe that has something to do with it. Maybe he would have struggled with Steichen. I don't know. But this is compounding the problems when you have a QB struggling with a first time offensive coordinator. And that's the thing. It's like again, like I'm not gonna say I'm a coach. I'm not gonna say I profess to be any any knowledge knowledgeable at all about how it comes to, you know, running a football team or calling plays or anything like that. But again, if you have a quarterback who is struggling you know, and who wants to complete the deep ball, usually you would lean on the running game early, you know, run the ball, because again, you can run the ball effectively with this offensive line, as we can see. And then that opens up the things with the pass, which is what we saw with that deep pass to Devontae Smith. I don't understand the play calling that Brian Johnson is doing in the early part of these games, man. 
Like if they're running, because again, we saw in the New England game, they came out running the ball with Kenneth Gainwell. It worked. It worked pretty well. And then after that, they kind of stopped running the ball after the first couple of drives. This game, again, they wanted to, you know, I guess they wanted to, you know, take the training wheels off and let Jalen pass the ball. Just run the ball early. No, Again, I, but, I, things I, but, open up. <laughs> but didn't we go into the season saying that they might be more of a passing team? I think, no, I, I but I feel because you feel that you, ha- you have a franchise quarterback, you just have to like give him the keys. And maybe that's just a falsehood that like if, because I'll say it, the best, the, the, the best unit slash player on the team is a Jalen Hurts. It's the offensive line. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, I like, and they will always be better than Jalen Hurts. And you know what they're best at? Running the ball. Like, I don't know. They're a good pass blocking. Like, I think they're above average. But they are, at, at this going rate, one of the, becoming one of the greatest run blocking offensive lines ever. This team's strength is running the ball. I don't but are you? But it's everyone. But if J- and Jalen says the right thing, winning is right. winning. Like I don't know, keep the main thing, the main thing, whatever cockamamie <laughs> thing he's saying. Yeah. But like, is everyone okay with that? Like because people have pride, i.e. AJ Brown. Like I like because we we say it before, we said it before. A lot of mouths to feed. A lot of mouths. If to the feed. mouth's not getting fed, does the disease of me come into play? And oh, this is sure. why it's Correct. hard to like repeat because Roy, like, I don't know. Did, did you have one AJ Brown blow up last year? I think do we have one, right? There was one. There I don't think one. so. There was no, there was one. There was one. I remember, like, I go back, go back and see. I'm pretty sure there was, there was one little mini side. There I don't was, think one. It no, it was the, uh, the Giants game, the Giants game. But I don't think it was to that level where like you it had, quite like, that. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. Quite that. It was but quite I feel like, I don't know. That's why it's so hard to get 52 dudes a healthy, and that's another subplot. And two on the same page, saying, "You know what? I'm gonna. Ch- There's something special here. I'm gonna check my ego for the like until I, I it becomes unbearable. And it's hard, man. Like and like I don't know. Like I feel there there might be subconsciously a little ego in the offensive game plan to say, you know what? We got like let's let's let Jalen cook. And sometimes you know what." That like maybe, and I'm interested to see how this team evolves. Will if Jay, he'll he'll get it. I think he'll get it together. I don't know when. I, I mean, like, because there's nothing that's indicating that. Like, because I mean, he's looked bad for the better part of two games. And Tampa Bay's a decent defense. I, I mean, like, you're not gonna get like, and you're gonna end up playing the Commanders who look hella competent. You're gonna play the Jets who have a really like. I'm just trying to figure out like he's not gonna get any weeks off. You're going to get competent defenses almost the entire season. So I think you're just going to need to just man up and do it against a good defense. Well, I mean, well, look, this is this is the week that, that things should start to turn around for Jalen Hurts because, again, uh, Tampa Bay's defense against the run, they're the second best in the, in the league. The Eagles are first best. So you're not going to get a whole lot. Of, you're not going to have another, you know, 275 yards by DeAndre Swift and 259 yards, you know, by the team. You're going to have to throw the ball against this team. And I think you're going to be able to throw the ball against this team. But again, if they have problems throwing the ball against against this team, then we have a then then we have an issue. Then we then we no, have like so so like I know I feel that like I don't know this is this is a no you're gonna there I think they're what's crazy I think they're gonna make you pass because they they have they have a hell of a run defense I right. mean it's like it, and it's been good for years like they have Vita Vea they have pretty really good linebackers no I. I 
it's going to be crazy. Like, I don't know. You're like, because usually when a franchise quarterback, you like say, you know what, we got to stop him. I feel that like teams are going to say, you know what, we're going to dare Jalen Hurts to beat us, which yeah. is crazy. But which, no, which makes I mean, sense. I get it. No, because every, because I think everyone knows this offensive line is dominant when they're running the ball. You like, I mean, you saw it. And, and I don't say the Vikings have a decent, decent defense. They got demoralized. Well, like when, like, I don't know when, like, they knew every time they're like Jalen Hurts to struggle, man. They're gonna run the ball. They they didn't even give the impression. He didn't even give the impression he was holding, like gonna pass. Just run the ball. Seven yards, pop. Seven, six, five. It was it, no, and like and I, and I'm okay with that. Frankly, for the rest of the season, like I don't know, like don't like I don't know, like don't like I don't know. Be prideful and say, you know what, well, we got Jalen Hurts franchise quarterback. Let's let him cook. Right. No. <laughs> like, Acknowledge what the best part of your your team is, and 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 have that dictate. Because come on, like I don't know, like just imagine play action off of this run game with DeAndre Swift. I mean, this like that's that has like, and I'm interested to see like I don't know how this kind of I don't know just uh, evolves because I feel Jalen Hurts is a prideful man. He's gonna be like, nah, man, let me cook. But you can't cook right now, buddy. Yeah, well, here's the thing, though. It's like I, I think Jalen Hurts understands that. Look, like we like uh, in terms of the best unit on the team, as you said, it's his offensive line run blocking. So I think Jalen Hurts is like, look, let these running backs cook. That opens thing that will open things up for me later in the game. I'm going to eat later. All right, like the, like he's again, like it's, it's like Thanksgiving dinners, right? Like the adults eat first, <laughs> and then the kids at the kitty table. Not saying he's at the kitty table, but I'm saying like the adults eat first. You know, all the parents and everything eats first. Then after everybody makes their plate. Then he'll be able to go in. And it's cook no, pack. it's gonna be interesting to see a guy who just got a mega deal, obviously has like very confident in himself, saying, "You know what? I'm gonna take a back seat to the the like like uh, the big bull." No, I, I mean it's it it's gonna be interesting. And one, when Jalen Hurts is struggling, who does he lean to? Like I don't know, he leads to like a first who's got already a ton on his plate. He's like, this OC's expecting jail, peak Jalen Hurts right now. And he's like, man, I'm not getting peak Jalen Hurts right now. What the heck? Yeah, no, I, I think, seriously, if I had to guess, if I had to project and look at the crystal ball, I think the problem, because I think, I, I think Brian Johnson, I think these guys see what we see. I think the problem is going to be, I think Jalen's going to be fine. I think the problem is, all right, let's say you start with the run and it opens things up in the pass. It's not gonna be a whole lot of balls going around to feed everybody at the end no. in the in the second half. So like there'll be games where like we saw where Devontae gets his and AJ doesn't, or AJ gets his and Devontae doesn't, or they both get theirs and Dallas Goddard doesn't. And I think that's where the conflict is, is probably. And I feel like I don't know, even in the beginning of the game, I feel a lot of the feeding was forced. Right. Like they were just like it felt like, man, just here, Dallas got her. Here's ten targets. Now shut up. No, I feel like and the, no, I feel there was a lot of that. And then after and the then AJ burst, the AJ Brown know, thing, right? Here, yeah. man. Here, here's five targets. Get off my case. Like, I, I, it's not organic. And yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a very long season. Thank God you're winning. But at some point, you're gonna get pot playing like this. And you know yeah. what? I, it, it might be this Monday because if you Monday. play, if you play like that this Monday, you're gonna lose and on the road against a plucky team. That I mean, it's got a good deal. Like I feel like the if, the way the Eagles are going to lose, they're not going to lose by like some offense carving them up. They're going to lose by a defense getting turnovers, getting a short field, and scoring touchdowns, not field goals. Eagles somewhere around five or four and a half point favorites on the road 
at Tampa Bay this Monday, Monday Night Football, the early Monday night game. We got a doubleheader this week on ESPN. Uh, Baker Mayfield, 104.4 passer rating from, from Mr. Mayfield. No turnovers two games into I'm the year. shocked. I really uh, no. Like yeah. there are a lot of things that I was proven wrong about. I mean, like no, but I've made it a point. I will not make any conclusions after two weeks of the NFL. It's just yeah. impossible. Well, Give, me make, yeah, Give me a month. Give me a conclusion. Oh, well, I'll, I'll make some about some terrible teams because there's some bad teams <laughs> out there. Uh, Mike Evans, 237 yards, two touchdowns. Um, however, the the offense, the Tampa Bay offense, is only averaging five yards to play, which means their running game is pretty trash. 23rd in the NFL in terms of yards per play on offense, but we talked about um, the offense, you know, passing the ball. They've also only allowed one sack. So again, if you, if you allow basically any quarterback, you know, time in the pocket to, to, to stay upright and be clean then Baker Mayfield or anybody will pick you apart. Um, they do have the second best rush defense in the league. Speaking of defense, the Eagles have the best rushing defense, 52 rushing yards allowed per game. Um, although Tampa Bay kind of stinks on the ground. So I don't know how much that matters. Jordan Davis is a grown ass man two games into this season this dude's been eaten like just like i think he only played like i think it was something like seven it was some ridiculous small number of plays last week but this dude was everywhere like he like lived in the backfield last week so kudos to him however behind him not a pretty story this defense has allowed seven touchdown passes passes which is the league high in two games and it probably won't get better now that Avante Maddox is out for the season uh, with the However, no, I will, like, I don't know, not give the defense a break, but <laughs> last game, you're up a crap ton. Like, I don't know, like, I don't know. Like, you basically go into, like, prevent for, like, the half. I, I mean, like, I do think the Maddox injury is, like, and, and one, like, I don't know. You know who stepped up and had a heck of a game who I didn't think it was humanly possible? Zebo Cunningham with a heck of a game. I, I mean, yeah. I, I mean, like, I feel that, like, I don't know. But the that that hole in the middle of the defense is still a problem. I don't know who the who the safety du jour is playing opposite Reed is going to be this. Like I mean, I don't even know. Like I mean, you got Edmonds, you got Evans, you got yeah. maybe Sidney Brown. I feel that, and and like I don't know with Nicobe not there, you're going to need to like I don't like. At some point, right, like, I don't know, you need to make a reasonable move, and it's not getting Anthony Barr. It's not getting the safety who's chilling watching Red Zone this week. No. Is – if you had to put odds on them trading for someone, not not Buda Baker, they're not trading for Buda Baker, but, yeah. like, a, like uh, just a a warp dude who's better than Justin Evans. What are, what are the chances of that happening? Probably 90%. You have to get a body. Okay. Like, you have, you, you have to get a guy. Even even when you know, Kobe Dean comes back, like you just need a body. Like you need to have a guy. Um, although I don't know if that's going to happen. I think it probably might happen more closer to the trade deadline. Yeah, they probably need to lose a game and say, "All right, look." Oh yeah, no, game. something um, will need to be so flagrant because yeah. when you win, it just masks everything. Right. Like I don't know, you're just like no, and and one, it helps that the defensive line is somehow better than I think it was than, than I expected it to be. Jalen Carter's like leading the league in pressures, literally. A rookie is leading, has got as many pressures as TJ Watt, as Hutchinson. Like, I don't know. It, like, it's two games in, but, man, he looks every bit of, like, I don't know, the dude who lifted that guy up with one arm. I, I mean, like, <laughs> and, and one, that 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 frees up the Fletches of the world. I mean, Milton Williams, like, Milton Williams would be a starter on, I would say, 25 teams. Here he's like the fourth string, the fourth string uh, D tackle, and 
I think Josh Sweat's playing. Like, I mean, you haven't heard from Reddick, but I'm sure he he'll go on his one of his heaters where he gets like three sacks in four years. I mean, like the defensive line is basically going to be the reason why this defense just keeps like I don't know. It's still decent. I don't think it, it's it'll be elite because you can't have elite with Zach Cunningham and Justin Evans and wh- whatever guy they're they're checking out there. I mean, middle field's a problem. T.J. Hawkinson, two tutties. I, I mean, like. That will be like that will be the that will be where the, every team targets, and it's just a question of can you just like I don't know can you score touchdowns and one can your defense get a turnover on the Eagles because frankly they've turned the ball over more recently. I I don't remember them ever turning the ball over last year. Can the Eagles mitigate the damage from Mike Evans and Chris Godwin to get that win and cover this this Monday against Tampa Bay? Do you think they do it? No, uh, they win, but they don't cover. Okay. I, I mean, and and like honestly, if you, and this is, I'm feeling optimistic today. I think they win. I don't think they. What? what but what's crazy, Roy, is their offense is struggling. Their passing game is struggling, and they're still scoring 37 points. I, I mean, right. it's it's like this is what a good team does. Their margin for error. They have one of the biggest margin for errors in the NFL. I, I mean, you could put them with like the Niners, the Cowboys. Like, I mean, they don't need to play well to win, but you're going to need to start playing well because. The two teams in front of you are playing real well. <laughs> so give me a give me a score. Oh, I'm gonna go 24-20. Good guys. I like that. I was gonna say the same exact score. Yeah, go 24-20 Eagles. Yeah, I think again it's gonna be another close game. Eagles have a tendency not to cover on the road for whatever reason. And Tampa so, Bay, so what you're saying said, with that score, does the offense improve, or are they still, or or are they the same? I think I think the passing game improves a little bit. Again, I don't think they're gonna. I think they'll probably make more of a point to to throw the ball um, this week, just just because Tampa is so good up the middle. Um, so I I think you'll yeah I think you'll get I think we'll I don't say Jalen Hurts completely turns the corner, but I think we'll feel a little bit better. I think our concern level about Jalen Hurts probably goes down a notch. Yeah. Um, you know, after after you're gonna need game. to turn Baker over. You're gonna need to like I don't know like bring back the old me. Like I don't yeah. know like I will bring back the old Baker. Yeah, I think I think I think Hassan Wright is gonna have to gonna gonna have to dance a little bit in, in the backfield to to kind of kind of sp- spark the Eagles win. If he gets in the backfield a couple of times and gets Baker rattled a little bit, get a get a pick or get a pick, you know, out of the out of that. Um, because they're one dimensional. Their their running game is pretty non. It's terrible. It's terrible. So yeah. so you're gonna and you have the personnel to match up with the Evans and the Godwins. I mean, like get to know the the, the Tampa Bay tight end because that dude will eat. I think yeah. his name is Cade Otten. Cade Otten, yeah. And by, by the way, James Bradbury's back and practicing, so he's good. Kenneth Gainwell's back and practicing, so he should be good as well. So, again, the available soldiers appear to be ready to go for this game. But, yeah, I think we both are on the same page. 24-20, good guys. Eagles moving to 3-0. Uh, it was a wild week, two. We've seen a lot of teams move to 2-0 in the NFL. We'll talk about that in a second. But injuries all over the place in the National Football League. Nick Chubb lost for the season with a very gruesome knee injury. Prayers up to him. Um, in response to that, the Browns signed Kareem Hunt. Uh, news came down today. Trayvon Diggs, Cowboys defensive back, he is out for the season with a torn ACL that he suffered in practice. So the Cowboys defense, which has looked just fantastic uh, the first two games, lose their best guy on the edge in, in Trayvon Diggs. So he's down. Um, a bunch of other players have been down, are down as well. Saquon Barkley uh, missed Thursday's game against the Niners. David Montgomery is going to be out for a minute. Austin Eckler is probably going to miss another week. Uh, with his injury, J.K. Dobbins is out for the year. So two weeks in, we've seen a lot of players go down uh, for, for multiple weeks so far in, in the season. 
Um, but let's talk about these these undefeated teams as of right now, because there are eight, nine teams as of the recording of this show that are two and oh. So really quick, which one I'll just rig, I'll just rip them off and you tell me which of these teams are actually I'll just do it one at a time. We'll just do a kind of rapid fire. You'll tell me whether or not they're legit or whether or not these are Fugazi two and oh teams. All right. Can, can, can I give you I don't know too? Sure, we can give you. We can give, okay. we can do that. That that's who gave. I'm gonna give you. I will give you an answer, folks. He will give you. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> I am standing in my principles. Two weeks into the season. <laughs> two weeks of principles. Two weeks of principles. Uh the Atlanta Falcons. Uh Fugazi. Fugazi. Yes. Baltimore Ravens. Um, legit. I I, I mean, like, but like, like, I'm not sure how legit in the AFC because, but I, I mean, like, you know what? I'll say full blown legit because I Thank don't you. know what's happening in Cleveland. Pittsburgh doesn't look as good as I thought they were. And I don't know. Like, no, they're legit. I feel that, like, I don't know. They found Zay Flowers is their best pass catch, like, wide receiver after Andrews. Like, I don't know. Like, no. And Lamar is as good as ever. So, no, I I, I think they can make some legit noise. They're legit. The Dallas Cowboys, I think we agree. They're legit. I don't yeah. have to discuss that. The Miami Dolphins, I think we agree on that. I think they're legit. Uh, the New Orleans Saints. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. They, 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 they're Fugazi, but the South. So here's here's the thing: they will win the South. They're Fugazi. That's my answer. Okay. Oh, oh no. Oh no. Like they're they're a one and done, but they will make the playoffs. Like they're. Oh no. Are they better than the Falcons? They win the division. I have money okay. on this. They win the division. <laughs> they are still a Fugazi football team. They're terrible. Derek Carr. Uh, could you imagine your 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 team having Derek Carr as a, as a starting quarterback? He. There was just something about it that just bores me. Like, it's just, like, we have seen this mediocre sitcom for 10 years. I don't even know what sitcoms even stick around for 10 years. I don't know. Like, it's just the same crap with him. It bothers me. Like, nothing has changed with Derek Carr. But the thing about Derek Carr is he'll he'll give you a couple plays a game. You're like, oh, man, this dude's like a top 10 quarterback. Then he'll give you a couple, of like, boneheaded decisions. Like, he'll take a bad sack or throw a bad pick. You're like, like this dude's awful. Like, yeah. so, like. Yeah, I don't know. I got yeah, but no, they will win that division. They're a Fugazi football team. Uh, you know, Philly will kind of leave them back burner. The San Francisco 49ers, I think we agree, they're legit. Uh, well, let's talk about it. Tampa Bay, are they legit? No. Do you give them any chance to like win the South? No, 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 no. Baker, Baker will turn, turn into a pumpkin at some point. So, no. Uh, the Washington Commanders hashtag how hive baby. I know you're. I know you're. No, no. Could you imagine the New York Jets if they ha- if you just inserted Sam Howell on that team instead of Zach Wilson? He no. I, I mean, I, I'll say it. Sam Howell is all is approaching an upper half competent starting quarterback. You don't bore, baby. You you see? No, it. I, I mean, you see? He, he, no, he's got some juice. I feel it. like I don't know, and he's got ability too. Like I don't know. Just remember, this thing was like. This guy had first-round grades coming out last year, and then he fell off a cliff, and, or he had a terrible season. I don't know. Gets overanalyzed like crazy, and like I don't like, but he's got like generally eight, eight, eight out of ten of those quarterbacks sucked in their senior year for a reason, and they flame out. The other two, I don't know. Uh, no, I and and they have talent. Like no one's ever disputed the commanders not having talent. Right. They got a legit. They got a couple legit receivers. You got a nice running back stable. You got you. You can get pressure on the quarterback. I mean, this smells like a team that could eke into a playoffs. I don't. Yeah. I'm not saying they will, yeah. but I, I. I mean, and I'll say it. 
the Manders got juice for like the first time in since Mark Rippon. I mean, it's crazy. Like there is genuine like people are aren't like embarrassed to say they're Washington fans. This is no. This is a plucky team. This is an absolutely plucky team. So they yeah. might be. You know what I'll say. They might be the most pluckiest team in the NFL. All right. Uh, really quick, the zero and two teams. Let me know if any of these teams are actually good. All right. And just kind of having a bad run. We'll run through this pretty quick. The Patriots. Yes or no? Are they good? No, they're not. No, like no. I don't know. They like they're like they've maxed out. Like I don't know. Bill's playing like it's two thousand one. He still has Brady. Like I don't. They have nothing on offense. They have really good defense, but. When you're playing against the Dolphins, you're going to need the score. So, no, they're not good. Minnesota. No. I okay. But I called that already. Like, I mean, like, the whole Cousins on his last year deal thing, I, I don't know. At some point, Justin Jefferson is going to get, like, I don't know, just annoyed. No. I, I feel the bottom will fall out, and you're going to hear Kirk Cousins trade rumors by October. Ooh, I like it. The team that Minnesota's playing to avoid 0-3, because, again, one of these teams is probably going to be 0-3 after Sunday, the L.A. Chargers. No, they're not a good team because of, because of their coach. Brandon okay. Sale is a terrible coach. He's terrible. Terrible. He's terrible. terrible. Like, I don't know. There's enough evidence. And maybe there's a little, like, I don't know, car- Chargers are cursed vibe going on there. But Brandon Sale is not a good coach. Houston Texans, I think we agree they stink. Um, yep. The Cincinnati Bengals. Um, no, they're good. I, I, I mean, like, they made a mistake by get putting Burrow out there. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. They need, like, you just gave this dude, like, Eight hundred million dollars. Like, like, <laughs> let this dude stay on the shelf for six weeks. Like, I, I don't know. Like, and it's and I and I know it's hard to like punt, not even punt on the season, but punt on like a quarter of a season. But when you have a franchise quarterback in Joe Burrow, you can punt on a quarter of a season. Jamar Chase said, "Look, I don't want to see you for like a month. Like when when Joe Burrow got hurt, like they probably should have listened to Jamar Chase. Not that he's a doctor." But Jamar Chase is probably right in saying, like, yo, let this dude get healthy and then let him come back in October and then we can have a nice, you know. You know and they can go on a run because, like, I'm like, Burrow's one of those dudes when he's healthy and they got enough skill players on that team where, like, they can go on a seven game winning streak easily. Yeah, 100%. And I think we can all agree on these last four Carolina, Denver, Chicago, and Arizona. I think they're all trash. <laughs> I, I, I assume you, you would say. I, I mean, I, I mean, I, like, what level of trash do you put the Chicago Bears in? Yeah, yeah. The Bears, the Bears in Arizona are, are a separate level of trash, but the Bears. No, I know. Be you know what? What's crazy? Players. I think the Bears are in their, like, they are officially, since since Daniel Snyder sold the team, the because the Chicago Bears have, have been a dumpster for, like, a long yeah. time. Like, oh, I, wow. I mean, like, they haven't really won much. I mean, they haven't. They got to that Super Bowl with Rex Grossman. They had a really good defense, but dude, how in the world their their quarterback run is almost as bad as the Browns? Yeah, it's been pretty bad. And again, now Justin Fields, it seems like again he's he's, he's trying so hard to not be a running quarterback that he's thinking too much and holding onto the ball too long. So he's overcorrected himself, as someone told me on Twitter. And I think that's a be- the best way to describe it because Justin Fields this year, Justin Fields has the ability to be a better passer than, than we've seen this year. It just like it just ain't clicking for whatever reason. And and, a lot going and, on. and I'm and I'm wondering, does he got the good leadership juice? I, I mean, yeah. like like the fact, like I don't know, like. I know that your coaching staff might suck, but you really can't say my coaching staff sucks. <laughs> but but multiple people have said this because again, DJ Moore was caught on a hot bike saying, you know that you know they're not using me right. You know he had to. Apologize oh no, I really think two hours later, top down, the GM might not be good. I definitely think the coach isn't that good, isn't good. Yeah. And like I, no, I but they've also ruined. Like I, I mean, like this is the playbook with Trubisky. 
I mean, like this is like, and I'm not, and I'm not even saying like I don't know Trubisky was that good, but like you just had almost two top ten picks, quarterbacks, and 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 they are on their way to being not good. Yeah, no, like they're they're on their way to being again in the top three, maybe top two, you know, by the end of the season. Yeah, it's going to be a long season. It seems like. In Chicago. Uh, before we get out of here, let's talk some wrestling. Uh, that WWE Endeavor merger finalized in the last couple of weeks. Uh, the new company TKO is trading on the New York Stock Exchange and a ton of cuts across the board, both behind the scenes and in front of the camera. A lot of wrestlers got released earlier this week. The ones that we know about uh, Top Dollar, Dolph Ziggler, Mustafa Ali, Emma, Riddick Moss, Elias, Shelton Benjamin, Rick Boogs, Aaliyah, Dana Brooke. Commander Aziz, Shanky, Mace, and Mansoa. Um, again, I'm not really surprised about most of these. Maybe Dolph Ziggler because he's like been like a lifer. Um, no, but I feel like I don't know. Movie. Like Dolph has been like had like one foot out the door for like ever. Like I don't know. Like I, <laughs> I can't remember the last time I I've seen him on TV or even promoting the WWE product. Yeah, I think someone point. said on the podcast he doesn't even watch WWE. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah, and, and maybe and again, all these wrestlers they have ninety day non compete clauses, so we won't see them for a minute. But maybe Dolph Ziggler again makes a lot of sense for him to go to AEW since his son's there. Um, Brother, maybe, yeah, I'm sorry. So so yeah, so maybe we get the uh, a Nemeth Guns uh, yeah. uh, uh, battle. No, I, no, I feel like, I don't know, it was unfortunately, um, I don't know, not real, like, th- these unfort- these are the unfortunate circumstances of our merger. I mean, yeah. you saw, like, admin get, a bunch of admin get shot, like, high-profile admin people from WWE. It was, I, I mean, like, and WWE was starting to get a little, I don't know, had a lot of fat. Like, it, it wasn't, like, ascension level. Like, you had 40, 40 people in catering. But there were just a lot of people that just weren't being utilized. And, like, I don't know. And I guarantee you, like, I don't know. doesn't – it sucks to get, like, laid off. But I, I guarantee a lot of these people are like, you know what? Good. Like, no, there were a couple P dudes on there. I think it was uh, Mace that was like, yo, man, you just got laid off. We can celebrate because, I mean, you're, you're a prideful wrestler. You're just like, I'm not being used right. And, you and like – and I think someone, I, I mean, one of these, I don't know. I, I hate relying on these bots because some, mo- all, mostly all these people don't know what the hell they're talking about. Like, they just write an article about Vince McMahon like every day because, like, does, should, should people care this much about what the hell Vince McMahon does? Like, I just don't. Like, it, 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 does that make me a bad person that, like, you know what? Vince McMahon will be, well, n- I'm not sure he has his hand in the cookie jar, but he will remotely have his hand in the cookie jar. And I'm fine. I'm, I, I don't care. Well, no, so, so the thing, and again, just to kind of put a bow on this Vince McMahon thing, it's like Vince McMahon, again, obviously involved in this TKO merger. There are some rumors that he's he's planning to prepare, uh, he's preparing to sell his shares in TKO and step away. There's some rumors that he might kind of stick around. I think the issue with the Vince McMahon thing is the product was clearly better from a storytelling standpoint when he was less involved. And so that's why people are so up in arms, you know, by Vince McMahon you know, hanging around with his mustache and his cane. It's like when this dude wasn't around that much, like everything made a lot more sense. And no, God, but I people, feel like, yeah. I don't know, like I, I think asking Vince McMahon not to be around at all is just unrealistic. You, I think Probably. you just need, I, I think Hunter just needs to say, oh, Pops, like, do you want Aaliyah, like, do you want Tegan Knox to come out first or second? Like, I think you need to like, I don't know, just minimize, like, I don't know, let him, do some cosmetic stuff or like, I don't know, make a couple changes to like a match. But I really don't believe he has like, I don't know, like this 
final say. I mean, Triple H is a pretty visible dude. Like, I, I mean, like, I, it feels like him and particularly Nick Khan. I mean, like, I think people forget how powerful Nick Khan has become in all this. I mean, he's basically the new Vince. Yeah, but there was a time where Vince kind of came back and he was ripping up scripts and changing things around, and they probably got <laughs> really he, bad for like a month. No, but but then he had back surgery, and then the right. feds came. Dude, I'm telling you, like I don't know, like he's got SEC filing on him to be like, yo, like no, I, and and TKO has zero lead to Vince man. If right. if TKO feels he is affecting the bottom line or the stock price, he'll be gone. Like I don't know, like and that's what I feel like, like so people are saying. So he went away when he owned the company completely. But when TKO came back, he's gonna he's gonna make some some power move. I'm like, it doesn't make sense. Like I don't know. Like he like I, I mean like he he's just trying to like I don't know avoid these. It feels like these events that happen every three months with him. But like he's got a lot of he's got a lot of skeletons in his closet. He's, yeah. Apparently, he's done some really suspect stuff. Yeah, very very suspect stuff to, to say it politely. Uh, the biggest news when it comes to WWE is that the uh, SmackDown, the rights to SmackDown, are heading back to the USA Network starting in October 2024. Uh, NBC Universal has purchased the rights to SmackDown. I believe it's a five-year deal. It usually is a five-year deal. Uh, for an average of $280 million per year, that's a 40% increase of what WWE from what WWE was getting from Fox for the current deal. Um, they will also, NBC will also produce four primetime specials broadcast on NBC each year. So I guess we're getting Saturday night, Saturday night's main event back on primetime, not, not later. So first NBC primetime um, wrestling events um, quarterly coming back for this as well. So huge news for this, but there are rumors, conflicting reports that saying that Raw NXT might be heading somewhere else, whether or not that's, you know, maybe they switch gears, maybe they go to Fox, maybe they go to, you know, Amazon or ESPN. Seems like Raw and NXT are probably off somewhere else. So um, I guess we'll probably get some word on that in the next couple of months. But as well. I feel that, like, I don't know, like, wrestling is booming. Like, I don't know, like, the fact you can command 40% more on your TV deal, I, I mean, like, like, it shows you that, I mean, it doesn't matter what event it is, live events rule. Yep. And, like, I don't know, they're, they're, the, they're the things that, that these TV companies, media companies are demanding. I, I, I mean, like, like you see now, like, I don't know, I saw, like, Max, HBO Max, formerly known as, are starting to like broadcast NBA game. Like, I, I mean, they just, every one of these networks wants their hand in this pot. And I don't know. Like, I don't know. It really feels like, I don't know. Like, but I feel, but it, it comes back to what you're saying is the product is good. Like, I don't know. If the product sucked, no, they couldn't. But this is the best run WWE's had. And I'll say it. Since since the AE, I, I mean, like I think they've had good runs, but I don't think they've had sustained runs of like I don't know, sold out shows. I mean, they're selling out house shows. Like I feel yeah. like I don't know. The, the misnomer was we always thought these rolls were packed. They weren't, obviously. <laughs> like I don't know, the SmackDowns were like now you're seeing. Like I don't know, you are literally seeing like to the rafters. These these arenas are packed, and I don't know. And especially now with this TKO, like I don't know, like assets i feel they, they like they can kind of do whatever the heck they want it's just having the right creative direction yeah and and again with this tko deal and we'll you know talk about this in years to come but there's gonna be a lot of crossover a lot of you know co-branded stuff between you know these two entities like there's going to be weekends where there's going to be you know a tko you know ufc fight card on a friday 
in the same city where we see, you know, a, a WWE pay-per-view. Like, there's going to be all sorts of that kind of stuff going going on. So, again, we'll see a lot more. Have Israel Adesanya on, like, yes. a SmackDown. Yeah, yeah. We'll see a lot more of this kind of stuff. Yeah, you'll see, the you know, Pat McAfee show up at a UFC card along with John Cena and The Rock if, you know, he's not done with the merger. So, a lot of stuff going on in WWE. We'll kind of keep you updated on that here and every week here on the Brossier Line 106.5 FM. WPPM LP Philadelphia. But until next week, we are out of here. Mr. Domingo, take us out, please. Have a great weekend, everyone. See you guys. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.